Welcome to a very special episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. This episode, we're going to be talking about Metal Gear Solid. The series, its creator, and everything special and amazing about each game in the series. I'm here with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. And we also have special guests... Nick Esparza. And... Oh, Miguel Esparza. <laughs> These are both my cousins, but they're also the ho- and also the hosts of the Bits and Pieces podcast. Real quick, I bet everyone thought they were Beto's, uh, Robert's cousins, huh? Yeah, they're not, though. It's, it's, uh, they're Jesse's cousins, but we have the same last name, uh, but our last name isn't very common, so that's kind of kind of strange. We're cousins by proxy, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know. I'm secretly Beto. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a, I got, well, never mind, I don't want to, that's too long of a story. another time yeah yeah but i mean like with the game coming out next week we just wanted to get together and just talk about the series that we love the creator who created it mr hideo kojima who created the first original metal gear for the msx japanese computer system so yeah pretty much the first topic we're going to be talking about is how we got into the series itself metal gear and we're going to do this a little bit different uh, we're going to start from the oldest down to the youngest person. And the first person is going to be uh, Joe. Joe, um, what is your history with Metal Gear? <laughs> and how did you get into it? It's kind of funny because the, the first Metal Gear game I played was a Snake Eater. <laughs> I didn't play Metal Gear Solid 2 or Metal Gear Solid uh, 1. Uh, well, I played some. I played one of those now. But uh, I started with Snake Eater. And, it, and I only started uh, like prior to... When was it? I knew about the games for a long time. I had no, always known about them. I just never got around to playing them. But it was before, um, God, maybe like a year. I, I think it was when um, Sons of, or Guns of, what was it? Guns, Guns of the Patriot was um, first announced. And I was like, fuck, I need to start playing those. <laughs> so <laughs> I went back and I started with Snake Eater. And uh, I'm kind of glad that was my first game to play because it was, I mean... I mean, and to this day, a lot of people are, you know, say that it's the best one in the series, and I agree. I think it's still the best. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Um, so I, yeah, I started with a, a Snake Eater, and then I, I actually did play. I, I think it was after Snake Eater, I played. Uh, I bought like a used copy of uh, Metal Gear Solid Two because it was just easier to to find, and um, played a little bit of that. Didn't play it that much though, and it, but it wasn't until like the HD remasters, all that stuff came out. Yeah, yeah. is when I, I I so then I went and played through Metal Gear Solid Two. Um, Snake Eater obviously played. Well, then I played um, Guns of the Patriots, which was was really fun. Um, and then, but still, still haven't played the original Metal Gear Solid game to this day. The I've, one for PlayStation One. Yeah. Or, oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I bet they loaned it to me, and I still didn't. I didn't <laughs> play it. But I mean, it, I've you know I've heard a lot of cool stuff about it. And I'm sure it's good. I'll get to it eventually. Uh, just for whatever reason, yeah, I, I've not played that one. Mm. And I never played any of the older ones. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, the MSX ones, the ones, not even the old NES, uh, horrible NES port that they ended up doing. Uh, I did. I gotta say, uh, Snake's Revenge was pretty fucking awesome. No, 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 that's not part of it. That ain't canon, Miggy. You school him. It ain't canon. I had told a cockamamie. What the hell? Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon is more canon. Yeah, but it, it mostly it was Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater was the one that you got into. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the one for me. That was a fuck. This is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. I guess I'm next. I'm next. Uh, yeah, no, I got into the series um, kind of by accident. Um, I wasn't a 
I was getting into games, like really getting into games during the PS1 era. Like I had a PS1 and I was renting games from like Blockbuster. You know, from where? Okay. From Blockbuster. <laughs> okay, Miggy's the youngest <laughs> one in the group. Did you say from what? <laughs> okay. All right, how old are you, Miggy? I'm 13. You're 13, okay. What the hell is a Blockbuster? <laughs> Back in the day, there wasn't things like streaming services like Netflix or Amazon. How could that be? <laughs> It was like a red box, but yeah. it was a building. You had to go into a <laughs> store and, and rent videos and video games. So you had to go to rent them, pay them money, have it for a couple of days. Sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I bet, yeah. You had to well. leave the house, get some sunlight. <laughs> yeah. That's what we had to suffer through back then, Miggy. Those are hard days, man. Those are hard days. That's, That's when the so wheel dark. was invented, right? <laughs> Sorry, what? That's why Jesse's so dark. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I got into the series... Um, I remember friends in, in middle school would talk about it, and you know I wouldn't really care. Um, going into Blockbuster and seeing games to rent, I would always see Metal Gear in the white case, and I would look at it and be like, "How this game probably sucks, because it just has a white case. There's no pictures. Like this this game is dumb. It's it's just got no pictures." So I never ended up renting it until one day, going into that Blockbuster. Um, I ended up renting, I was able to rent two games. You, get, you rent one, you get the other one free. I rented, I forget what the first game was, but I ended up renting a Capcom fighting game called Rival Schools. And when I got the game, went into the car, I always double checked the discs. And the second disc wasn't in Rival Schools, it was supposed to have two discs. So I went back into the store of the Blockbuster and told them, oh, this one doesn't have its second disc. They were looking for the game. Couldn't find it and told me, hey, you can you can just go get another game. I'm like, okay. So I purposely tried to find a game with two discs. I didn't care. I wanted to rent a game with two discs because I, I had a game that was supposed to have two discs. So while I was looking around, there was Metal Gear. And I was like, okay, this game has two discs. I'll rent it. So I grabbed the game. I'm there with my dad. And I'm like, hey, dad, I, fo- I found what I want to play. He's like, okay. I take it up to the cashier. And I go, okay, I just want to switch it out for this game. And she just goes, oh, my God, this game is so cool. Like, my boyfriend was playing it. And he's like, and then someone's like, what? And he's like, oh, huh? And you have to hide. And it's, it's just like, shut the fuck up, okay? Just give me the game. And, no, but like, like, you know, like, both me and my dad look at each other like, whoa, this girl was, it was weird. Because she just automatically was like, it's so cool. It's like, what? It, it's like, we she didn't make sense. Yeah, she made no sense whatsoever. You see the marketing rule? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's real. So, that was the first when I got home. Boom! That was the first game I popped in, and then right when I popped it in, like from the beginning of of the first chapter, when you're in that little underground bunker to take the elevator, it took me like an hour or two to try to actually get past the guards. But I found that was amazing cinematically, the music, all that stuff. Like that's how I got into that series played that can barely even remember what the f- the other game i rented like metal gear was that game where i was that girl if she i guess if she wasn't that hyped about it i wouldn't have cared mm-hmm. i probably wouldn't i mean i would probably would have played the game later on but um yeah no that was pretty much that's when i i kind of got into that's when i besides resident evil the first one that's when i realized that games could be more very cinematic and like back then, that was like the best voice acting in a game. What if, and what if at the time you had rented it? What if the other one was like fucking siphon filter, and it could have changed the course of history? 
Like, had you <gasps> enjoyed Siphon Filter, Metal Gear Solid would never existed. We'd be talking about Siphon Filter Five right now. No, we wouldn't, because that's a that's the dark world. I'm just saying. That's a dark the chapter. Dark, the, or the, the dark timeline? Dark timeline, yeah. That's the dark <laughs> the timeline. timeline. That's the darkest timeline. We don't want that to happen. The, the third one is us talking about Splinter Cell. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. <laughs> Who wants but, realistic espionage anyways? <laughs> I prefer my espionage with yeah. uh, snipers that wear bikinis. Yeah. And let me hide in a fucking box. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no one even thinks anything of it. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into it. That was my introduction and just being into to that type of game was, was what I enjoyed. But um, yeah, what about you, Beto? How'd you get into it? Um, I don't even remember how I played how I played the first one. I don't know if I rented it or you, Jesse, let me borrow it. But um, I the, the, I played it originally for the for the PlayStation 1, so I remember playing that. That was I think that was one of the first games that I've ever beat. And uh, I remember walk, I remember going to your to your house uh-huh. to like go hang out with your brother and watching you play it. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, I, like I, yeah. I knew what it was. I, was like, oh, I have no idea how I find it. I'm pretty sure Jesse got me into it. But uh, yeah, just the first one was the first, like what, what got me into, into it. Like I, it's just crazy how like cinematic it was. It was completely different than anything I've ever played. And uh, I just got really into it. And then uh, I remember playing the second one. Uh, that's, that's when like you were really into it. You had all the action figures and all that. And um, yeah, I didn't just, just I don't even know how I got into it. It's like I got such a bad memory with this. Uh, I, remember, <laughs> I just remember Jesse like talking jo- talking to Jesse most about it. Like I don't know yeah. anybody else that liked it more than Jesse did. So yeah. that's he he got me more into that. So I've been I've been a fan ever since. That's pretty much it. Yeah. How, when when was it? Do you remember what game it was for you that you like super, like really enjoyed? Where uh, you played the first one? Snake Eater. I mean, the, like I like the first two; they're really fun. Like I remember the second one; people were talking about like they didn't like it because you weren't you couldn't play a snake. Yeah, but yeah I still yeah. like really enjoyed it. But with once Snake Eater, the Snake Eater came out. I play. I've only played like three times, four times. But it's like it's the, that's my favorite one out of the, the whole series. Mm-hmm. I know we'll get to it, but for me, it, it just because I, I still like the old school approach of. I know it's played out, but I love. I fucking love games that. Like, you have levels that end in a boss battle. I still fucking love yeah. boss battles yeah, yeah, yeah. in games. And Snake Eater 3, those, you know, and I know we'll get yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Those boss battles were like, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were just, some of them were so, like, just, uh, they're creative. And, and oh, some yeah. of those were like, holy shit, this that is was awesome. Great one. Yeah. That's what sucked me in. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So what about you, Nick? How did you get into Metal Gear? Oh, dear Lord. All right. Um, so it, it's once again a, a Jesse-centric story. Um, I, just, I just did it to everybody. So you're the pusher. You basically <laughs> just pushed that shit pushed, on everybody. He forced it on us. I forced it on people. I was like, yo, try, try this, try this. Don't worry, it won't hurt. Just a tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peer pressure, man. So um, I, I frequently, when I was little, I would visit Jesse all the time. Um, so one, one year he was like, okay, so you got to play this game. And all I had was like an N64 and a Sega Genesis. And so he popped in Metal Gear and was just like, you're going to beat this this week. Okay. So um, I start playing it and it was just like, it took me forever to get out of the bottom basement. So then he was just like, okay, let me fix this for you. And he gave me the easy save file with the stealth and unlimited bandana. He was like, now play it. So I played it. I got, I started to get through it. Um, it was so fun and it was just amazing because, you know, being used to the N64, I was on Mario and Mario Kart and stuff. So to see this, it was like a movie, very cinematic, um, voice acting, just amazing, you know, and very like mature game it was my first rated M game. I was like, what, six maybe? Yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh my God, this is awesome. This is what games can be. This is so cool. Um, and, and one memory that strikes out is 
it was probably like around midnight um on i don't know one of the days and we were there and we were just sitting there because i got stuck at the end <laughs> with the with the liquid snake fist fight and I, I just couldn't beat it i couldn't beat it i couldn't beat it and he's like we're not leaving and you're not going to bed <laughs> until you finish this it took me four hours yeah and finally finally at the end of the fourth hour i beat it and i remember jumping up and i like dropped the controller and he got super mad um, and then since then, I had been I had been a fan, and I remember seeing the game used when uh, Hollywood Video was closing. R- real quick, the third hour was just you crying, though, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's 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 cussing Jesse now, like fuck you, Jesse, let me go to bed. Yeah, dude, I, I was like, Jesse, just beat this. He's like, nope, nope, you're beating it. <laughs> but one thing I I do remember, like. When that was happening, at the girlfriend at the time, we were just laying in my bed, not doing anything bad, but we're just like watching him do this the whole time. But now I think about it, like I was, I, like I probably, I mean, he had his back to us. Don't look back this way. Just, just, <laughs> just look at the screen and play the like, game. I don't think we were doing anything too bad. Too bad. But we knew he wasn't really watching. So. <laughs> nothing bad. Nothing too bad. It was just. Great for ruining my, my childhood memory of you watching me diligently <laughs> no, and being like, I got this tip. I did, I did watch you, and there was there was good moments. There was good moments where I was just, I was just like, what? Like, um, no, I'd watch you. Yeah, I, I'd watch you. Okay, play, yeah. whatever. Well, That's actually creepy now because you're, you're just like, you're okay, watching me. let's take her out. Let's so basically, <laughs> let's, just, let's, just, let's not beat around the bush. Basically, Jesse was getting a hand job while you were fucking beating no, 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 <laughs> Yeah, and watching me, right? How perfect is that? Well, it's not really that? that bad. You said yourself, there wasn't anything that bad. Hand job's not that bad. <laughs> It was under the blankets, right? People <laughs> do that at the movies all the time. At the movie theater, it's not a big deal. It wasn't it's the okay. right? <laughs> so anyway, don't look back this way. <laughs> no, 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 turn around. So I, I, you didn't mean it. You didn't mean it. Stop, stop. Like the Simpsons. <laughs> don't, don't turn on the lights. Don't turn on the lights. <laughs> turn them off. Ah. <laughs> Um, I saw the game and when, when Hollywood Video was closing and I wanted to buy it. And then they were like, you need your parent, right? So I was like, okay, mom, I want to buy this game. No. <laughs> I was like, I played it at Jesse's house. And then, like, this is when it all came out that I was playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I was playing. <laughs> it was funny. Um, finally, I got her to buy me the game and I was showing it to them. And they were like, this is a video game. I would go, yeah, it's badass. You know, I was playing it. And then um, little by little, they would buy me the, the, the copies. And so I got, I got two. Um, I played through two. Uh, did you give me your snake eater when you got the yeah, set? Yeah, I think when I got subsistence, I gave you I gave you the third one. Yeah, so I got I got the third one. Uh, I played through it. That was such a great one. I I'm in the minority. I, that wasn't my favorite. My favorite still is the first one, mm-hmm. and I honestly think it's just because of the way I remember it, oh, which is ruined now. So it's probably the third one. <laughs> uh, then, then I got I I got four. Uh, I I got a PS3 late, so I played four once again. It was like a, a remembrance. I played four at Jesse's house. Oh my god, same thing. One week beat it. Guess where I got stuck? The fucking end. <laughs> I, I beat it, though. I felt so accomplished, and it, it actually it brought tears to my eyes because to me, I was like, oh, this series is done. That's amazing. That was the best ending, and then here we go. Yeah, so there's Peace Walker, mm-hmm. and I was just like, all right, I got this, and I got those. He gave me those, and, and those are great, too. So I've, I've played all of them, and I have every copy. You know, um, Ground Zeroes is, is a great you know example of what's what's coming next, and it's, just, it's, it's one of those series, and I just absolutely love it, um, and I've never loved a game series that much it's just like if someone's like hey i want to get into gaming metal gear why it's cinematic you need to play the old one if you're if you really don't want to if you can find a copy of twin snakes buy it because the controls are more modern and the game's broken as fuck so you can like beat it in like 10 minutes yeah. but i mean you know it's it's such a great series i love it um real quick um side note when he played metal gear solid 4 i wasn't in a bed with a girl but i you were there for the summer which you yeah. were often and I remember 
I thought you were going to play it right away. Like, right when you got here, you were going to start it. You you took a while to play it. You didn't even play it. I was like, are you going to play Metal Gear today? Oh, no, I'm going to do this. Okay. Are you going to play Metal Gear? And I had to tell him, I was like, you're playing today. And I would go off to work. But he was playing it, you know. I mean, even the PS4 is a very loud system, and it could get your room really hot. PS3 was the same thing. I remember it's summertime. It's fucking hot outside. I come home from work, open the door. He had it completely encased the room, and it was just hotter in my room than it was outside. Asked, and and there he is. He's just like, I'm almost done. I'm like, it's fucking hot in here. Open the fucking doors and one shit. Day. Like, I don't no, understand. No, 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 I can't. It was no. one day hot. I had to beat yeah. the game in one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't and he, did, he, did he came this fucking spiritual thing. He had to be in a sweat. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 I have to. Dude, I'm in the game now. I, I did not eat. I think I ate once that day, and I just had, like, soda, and I was just, I, I beat the game. I beat it through it. Fucking, I powered through just it. Like the, he's like, Seriously, I powered, <laughs> I powered through it. It was, it was the best thing ever. I've never, ever done that again for another video game. <laughs> Yeah, that, because you'd probably die. <laughs> that part where snakes crawling, he lived it. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so fucking hot? Is that is that is that next gen? There's, like the there's a cup of water and he's just crawling. <laughs> I, I need to drink this. <laughs> Someone just keeps pulling it back. <laughs> All right. Well, what about you, Mickey? How did you get into Metal Gear? Uh. <laughs> I got into Metal Gear because of Nick. I remember, like, one day I would just be playing, like, Tony Hawk and be like, yo, get off the system. I want to play Metal Gear or whatever. And I was like, okay. So, like, I'd watch him play Metal Gear Solid 2. I'm like, oh, that looks really fun. Can I play? And then he was like, yeah, sure, whatever. But he didn't start me from the beginning. He uh, filled up all the save slots. So he just went to, like, one part where you're riding stuck in one room and you can't get out of the room but snake's there too and you can just hit him with a sword i would be playing that for like three hours Wait, did he leave you by himself? yeah he would leave me he's like it's a rite of passions jesse did it to me i have to do this to you it's just it has to be and now he's like jesse didn't do that to you when you talked about uh, He's like, I had to be somewhere for fucking a few hours, okay? I couldn't watch you. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that for about, like, three years of my life. Uh, and then I started playing Snake Eater. That game was amazing. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorites. Uh, so I didn't beat that when I was little. I actually beat that recently. I didn't beat... I only beat, like, three of the Metal Gear games. Uh... uh yeah, he, be, he beat uh, um, Sons of Liberty, right? No, no, I'm almost done. So you beat Snake Eater and four. Yeah, and then uh, Round Zeroes. Okay, that counts. So you beat a demo. <laughs> Shut up, it counts. I, 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 it yeah, counts. I don't know if that really counts. Yeah. You beat a demo. It's <laughs> <laughs> a demo. You mean, I did that too when I got the demo disc to Metal Gear. I mean, <laughs> I beat Metal Gear. Well, the demo, but yeah, it's still the game. I've only finished three of them, so it's okay. It's fine. And then uh. I think I had that moment where I realized Metal Gear is a series for me, is when I was playing 4, and then just like, uh, which one? It was like Raven, or one of the bosses? Oh, uh, 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 Screaming Screaming Raven? Raven. Yeah, I remember seeing her 
crash through the building. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. And it you're riding cool. on the back of the motorcycle. I'm like, yeah. this game yeah. is people, I think for people me. forget how, how, I mean, at the time, it really pushed the boundaries of, like, fucking, like, to games. And it was batshit crazy, but, yeah, yeah, yeah 4 yeah, was yeah. just, like, holy fuck. You oh, just yeah. were, like, you know. It only it, came out, like, two years after the PS3 came out, right? Came out in 07. Uh, and we're talking about a time no where, because remember, back then, at the time, you know, the PS3 was, you know, compared to computers that were out at that point, it was way, way, way uh, more powerful than what was out at the time. I mean, now you get a PS4 or an Xbox One, and they're still fucking way behind the curve of a, of a really, you know, high-end PC. But back then, they were like, you know, it was top-notch. So when you played it, I was like, fuck, man, that game was, you know, it was insane. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then uh, I beat that game first try. I don't know how you got stuck. <laughs> it's because I was playing on solid normal. Shut up. Mr. Liquid Easy over there. <laughs> hey, I played that game four times. He did. He's, he's good at that game. I beat it four <laughs> times. Last time, six hours. I think I actually beat that like seven times. That's not Fight counting. me. Wait, 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 wait. Six hours? That's not That's not kind of cutscenes, right? Because that cutscenes are like <laughs> no, fucking 14 like, yeah, hours. Yeah, 14 hours of fucking cutscenes. <laughs> you can nice. skip them now. The, the patch lets you skip them. <laughs> I fucking remember the end of the game. <laughs> at the end of the game. I never put down my controller and picked it back up so many times because uh, I kept yeah. thinking, oh, wait, there's more. Oh, wait, it's this. Oh, wait, there's more. Oh, no. <laughs> there's, like, nope. Okay. I, I was so scared of playing that game because I, I, I was working at the time, and then, like, I would I would play a little bit. I was like, oh, no, I got to go to work, and then it would be a, a cut scene. I'm like, oh, fuck, how long is this going to be? Like, just, like, I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't play it for the longest time because I was so afraid. I would play it on my days off and stuff. Like that. <laughs> People would, like, they, they made fun of the whole thing. I was like, oh, no, I fell asleep during a cut scene, and I woke up, and it was still going. And I was like, no, no, that shit actually could happen. <laughs> that With actually, that game, yeah, you that could happened. actually do that at the end of the game. What's the long cut, longest cutscene on there? Like forty-five minutes or something? Uh, I think it's yeah. an hour. Yeah, but we, yeah, yeah. The last, yeah, that's the one where the I kept putting the controller down and picking it up because I was like, "Well, oh, we're done. Oh no, it's not done. There's <laughs> oh, going to be something this else." Keeps going. Okay. <laughs> you can literally walk out, go do something else somewhere out in like San Diego, move houses <laughs> three times, come back, and the cutscene's still going. See? So then people shouldn't be giving the order any shit then because it's just the same thing. Well, it's a fucking movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played it. I, I want to play that. I know it's not a... It's, we're talking Metal Gear. I want to play that, but I just... I don't want to spend money on something like that. Yeah. Yeah, even when like it dropped down to 20 bucks, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, 20 bucks is... Two sounds about right. <laughs> two bucks. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back talking about each individual game in the series. So oh. 
Welcome back everyone and now we're going to start talking about Metal Gear for the MSX system which did release in Japan in 1987. Two hundred kilometers north of the region of Galsberg, South Africa, lay the fortress of Outer Heaven, a fortified state that had been founded by a legendary mercenary in the late 1980s. In 1995, the Western world had received intelligence that warned of a weapon of mass destruction that was supposedly being constructed deep within the fortress. High-tech special force unit Foxhound, commanded by the legendary soldier Big Boss, sent their agent Gray Fox to infiltrate the stronghold. However. Days later, contact with Gray Fox was lost. His final transmission consisted only of the two words, Metal Gear. With the goal of rescuing Gray Fox and uncovering the meaning of the cryptic message, rookie operative Solid Snake is sent into outer heaven alone. Yeah, so out of everybody, I think, in the group, I'm the only one who actually played the first Metal Gear Solid MSX um, game that came out in the subsistence okay, for Metal Okay, you get right? the achievement then, okay? Okay, yeah, I get the achievement. <laughs> Ten gamer score. But yeah, no, um, playing through that game, it's really hard. As in, you know, that's one I suggest that you use an online strategy guide just to get you through it. Because if you make one mistake you won't be able to beat the final boss. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you won't... Um, they have a star system for every prisoner you save in the game. You get a star for, I think, every two. And at the end, you're f close to the end, I think the second to the last boss, you fight a character that ha is surrounded by about four um, people who have been captured. If you kill one of those, your star goes down back to three. And I believe you have to have four stars... Because if you have four stars, you can carry more ammunition, and you're supposed to have f 16 bombs. And if you drop, you need all 16 bombs to destroy Metal Gear, and you pretty much have to do it. Put a bomb on left leg, right leg, left leg, left leg, right leg, left leg, right leg, left leg, right leg, in that order. It was so fucking unfair and then to back beat then. It. It, was yeah, so it was so unfair. Did anybody beat it back then when it came out? I'm pretty sure people did, but how, did, I, how do you figure like, that like, out? Seriously, though? ask yourself how many millions or okay, maybe that's overstating, but how many thousands of people uh, got into video games, played that, and they were like, you know what, video games ain't for me. They just <laughs> back then there was no internet, so they just called the hotline. Like, how am I supposed to do this? It's like, well, you're supposed to save everybody. Hold on. Well, you are like, supposed to because they need <laughs> fucking. It's a dollar ninety nine a minute, so you need to stretch that shit out as long as possible. Wait, so there was a there was a hotline you could call. Back in the day yeah, with Nintendo and other companies, yeah. there was hotlines yeah, yeah, to call if you needed tips. And they stuff. talked what? really slow. Are those still open? Or? <laughs> There's, a Simpsons, <laughs> There's a Simpsons episode where they do like a hotline and really? the guy talks real slow. It's like, you have called <laughs> the... And it, it just, it made Did you ever call? Fuck like, no, I never <laughs> I rented all my games ever, so I never oh, had time. I, I knew I wasn't going to beat it anyway. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. There was no Wikipedia back then. That's a fucking <laughs> <laughs> no. We can't wiki a page. Game but facts. <laughs> <laughs> no but with me, like pretty much just being the only one who beat it. I mean, do you guys have questions on it? Like what? How the first game was, or the MSX? Look, just um, 
I don't even remember what that fucking the MSX it was, was a, a Japanese computer okay, system. It was a, it was like a compu- home computer, but it also also played games. Wasn't it nicer, or wasn't it supposedly like a more high tech than the NES? Or no? Yeah. Wasn't. Oh no, it was more high tech because I think I seen screenshots of it, and it did look for the, that time. It was like it looked pretty nice. Yeah, it looked really. Nice. It was able to handle like multiple enemies and AI on the screen. When they ported the NES version for the Nintendo. Um, it was like a half-ass port, and they changed things, and it wasn't really like a Metal Gear. The port. Vision Cone didn't come along till Solid, though, right? Uh, yeah, the Vision Cone didn't come out till the second one. Okay. So, so on the NES port, that means they had less enemies on the screen. Um, they probably changed location of things, made the world smaller. Did that make it easier, or did that make it like, oh, fuck this game? I played a bit of the NES. I didn't beat that one. It starts out completely different than the MSX okay. version. Um, it couldn't handle too many people on the screen and a lot of stuff would, it's kind of weird when you go through that game, you can go into a room and then there's a ration. You grab the ration, go back out that room, go back in the room, grab a ration again. It would just, it would just respawn the ration. That's the version I'm playing. (laughs) (laughs) So that, that's, you just keep going back and forth. So that was ways like after a while you figured, okay, I I could keep getting hit or something and I could just go back to that room and keep spawning rations. But yeah, I mean, going through it. Yeah. It was super hard. It was like, that game is like, yeah, if you don't have an online strategy guide, it's not fun. Um, <laughs> I, I, I forgot what game it was one time I was using like the online strategy guide for something you're right? and like uh, my wife saw me and she saw me doing it she's like you're cheating <laughs> <laughs> she made me feel so bad she's like you're cheating that's cheating you're, she didn't even use it I was like what <laughs> I didn't even tell her I was just like how dare you just leave me alone we play this stupid I played it for the story <laughs> <laughs> but um, story was very very little you were just entered in there um, you briefly talked to people, but it didn't have like the huge dialogue and like in the older me- or the newer Metal Gears. Um, yeah. And then at the end, you just find out Big Boss double crossed you, and that's it. Um, makes me almost almost makes me wish for like um, it'd be so fucking awesome if they would make it doesn't have to certainly be canon, but just a, a Metal Gear Solid game, but like an eight bit version, like a new one. Like if they just did a digital. Oh, release, they did just so did fucking one? awesome if they did just something like like hey here. That would be cool. You know. Yeah, you can still use all the stuff that they use now, like the Vigicon, but it's just all in an 8-bit style or a 16-bit style or something like that. Well, going through that one, the first one, you see a lot of stuff that Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty used. Yeah, like, ideas, you're doing they're the same already thing. there. Yeah, it's already there. I'm like, sure he wanted to use them back then, yeah, yeah. but just didn't, you know, he didn't have the, there wasn't, the technology wasn't there for him yeah, to yeah. what he wanted to do. But a lot of stuff where, oh, you got to use the rocket to t- blow up the power panels to turn off the electric floor like same thing you know oh wear a gas mask all that stuff but yeah that was the um the first game metal gear solid what for if the everything MSX. you saw about uh metal gear solid 5 is just bullcrap it's just an 8-bit game the whole game is an 8-bit <laughs> game. yeah like it starts off cinematic and with these 3d models and crap and then when you get to gameplay it stops loading screen 8-bit <laughs> I, I probably the rest just, of the game is eight bit. I'd be a little pissed off, but I'd still probably play it. the money, be like, uh, whatever. This is what I'm playing, I guess so. It'd be cool to play it, and you just hear Keith Sutherland's voice coming out of an eight bit character. It's like metal <laughs> gear, <laughs> badass. Cause guess who's not playing it? I mean, I'll just watch a movie version. <laughs> yeah. so, oh no! Right but the, but the cutscenes are full <laughs> on, full on 1080p cutscenes, yeah. super yeah. nice, and it's just an eight bit video game. It's like, yeah, funs. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I was actually going to say a 75-minute 8-bit cutscene. <laughs> You're just like, what are you doing? Just watching. And it plays at 60 frames. <laughs> Next game we're going to be talking about is Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake for the MSX. By 1999, the Cold War had thawed, and it seemed nuclear proliferation would soon be a thing of the past. Despite this, all was not well in the world. A series of shocks to the oil market spurred the development of new high-tech energy sources, including fusion power. However, most vehicles still relied on oil for power. Oil reserves were at a critical low, and the world community was prepared to take drastic measures, either by drilling into the sand in the shell for more oil despite the difficulty or moving on to renewable fuels. Such steps proved unnecessary. Dr. Kilmar successfully bioengineered a new species of algae, Olex, that could produce petroleum-grade hydrocarbons with little expense and effort. Marv presented the algae to the World Energy Conference in Peru and was on his way to the demonstration in the United States when he was kidnapped by soldiers from Zanzibarland. NATO discovered that Zanzibarland's leaders planned to hold the world hostage by controlling the supply of oil and some good old-fashioned nuclear brinkmanship courtesy of a stockpile of nukes. Solid Snake was brought out of retirement by Foxhound's new commander, Roy Campbell, and was sent to Zanzibarland to rescue Dr. Marth. But yeah, no, Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. That's also another one I played. I don't think you guys you guys didn't. Did you try it at all? Nick? Yeah, I tried it. I tried this one because the story really interested me. So I was like, oh, I got to at least try it. And the uh, same thing happened. Like, I got to the first weapon, and then I got fucked. <laughs> I tried it because it was on uh, the Snake Eater disc. And then I was like, I don't know what this is. I don't know the story. I want to try it. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard game. <laughs> this is the one Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake was the one that had the story. It was the sequel to Metal Gear, and in this one, when they made Joe's favorite game for the NES, Snake's Revenge, which was not a true Metal Gear Solid game. It's fucking real to me, man. It's canon. <laughs> it's, it's fucking real to me. He lived it. Ayatollah Kakamami, or something like that. That's the bad guy's name or something stupid like that. I don't know. I never played it. The story, but oh, what's up? No, the story behind that one was uh, Kojima was just on the train going back home from work and someone who was working on Snake's Revenge for the NES told him that's what they were working on and that he should actually make a real true sequel to Metal Gear Solid 2, which he had no plans of doing of doing that game. I'm sorry, I, I spaced out for a second, so when you, I actually thought you were talking about the, the story of the game, and I heard, wait, Kojima, and it's just... Same. So I was like, wait, what? <laughs> sorry. Ko- Kojima's on his way home, and then fucking Metal Gear just stopped. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, no, after that, after that train ride, and, and that employee talking to him about that he should really do a sequel to Metal Gear 2, or a sequel to Metal Gear. Uh, that's when he ended up coming out with the plan for it. He made it more of a, a robust story. Characters gave more to the character of Snake and like expanded on that. And this one, Big Boss. I mean, he already defected from Foxhound. Created Zanzibar Land. Uh, captured a nuclear scientist called Dr. Keo Marv. And pretty much Snake has to come back in with, you know, Colonel Roy Campbell who's giving him all the information and running him through the whole game, just like, you know, Metal Gear Solid, 
but this one is with Snake, and it, it's a more robust story. You get introduced by characters of Gray Fox for the first time, because Gray Fox was actually in the first Metal Gear. He was just one of the guys you saved, but and he was one of your friends too, which you find out when they add more to the story. <clears throat> but in the sequel, yeah, that one just had more of a story, love interests, characters, multiple characters, and the gameplay even that really shadows what Metal Gear Solid was. Like, Metal Gear Solid took a lot from that one. From the radar system to see where your enemies are. Um, having more intelligent enemies. Because there were ways in the first game to kind of just get get out of it. Get, get away easily for them not to see you. But they had better points of view in this one. So that's why you had to have the updated uh, camera. But yeah, out, out of that one, I think this is still a game where you have to have an online strategy guide. Because it is very hard and and just not as difficult or kind of stupid as having to beat Metal Gear in the first one with all the bombs. But just to help you advance because sometimes it's just very hard to figure out what to do next. But um, story-wise, even it shocked me. It ha I had moments of Metal Gear Solid 3 where you were just stopping and going, oh my god, did that just happen? Same thing with Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. Like, that one was just a really good, really good game. It was really fun. I don't know if you guys had questions about anything about in it. Uh, how much after was this, uh, the second one? Like, how many years after was it from the first one? I think it took place in 1999 in, in that world. And I want to say first Metal Gear was 95 in the first oh, one. So yeah. it was like no. four years after the events of what happened in Outer Heaven. Because uh -huh. this one's Zanzibar Land. Yeah. Okay. So he like Snake in the first Metal Gear is kind of like a rookie, and this one he's kind of like building his reputation, and then he later on becomes the legend that that Solid Snake is throughout these first two. Now, now not a question, but it's like it's kind of cool to see that like you were saying this game gave you moments where you're like, whoa, what? You know, it's like yeah. games aren't about graphics. They're about the storytelling. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have these eight-bit games that are like, oh, people are like, ah, shit graphics. It's like, no, but if the story's there, that's all you need. Yeah. And that's cool that this game gave that to you. You know, being that now you played this in a time where we have HD, you know, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, you play this game and you still get so much out of it. That's really cool. Next, we talk about Metal Gear Solid for the PlayStation 1. During a training mission in February 2005 on Shadow Moses Island, a remote island off the coast of Alaska containing a nuclear supply facility, Foxhound and the Next Generation Special Forces rebelled against the United States government under the command of Liquid Snake. Their target was the advanced weapon system Metal Gear Rex, a gigantic robotic weapon platform able to independently launch a nuclear warhead at any target on the face of the planet. Their demand was the body of the greatest soldier who ever lived, Big Boss, which, through gene therapy, they could use to create an army of ultimate soldiers. With the safety of the entire world at stake, at the request of the Security of Defense, Colonel Roy Campbell, the former commander of Foxhound, summoned Solid Snake out of retirement from one last solo convert operation to stop Liquid. Well, I guess this is where I bow out. <laughs> this is this is probably one of the game, I think that got well got me into it. Oh, what happened? No, no, no. This is yeah. This is the game that got me into it. I think that got all of us into it. Um, Mickey, did you end up playing this one, Metal Gear Solid? Uh, I started to, 
like first 15 minutes i was like this is too hard i can't do this <laughs> so you never finished it no no and see and and where i messed up was i had borrowed a copy from a, a copy of um of twin snakes from a friend i should have let him play that because i guarantee he probably could have because the controls were like metal gear solid too yeah. he probably could have beat that one but then I, I like a dumbass i gave it back and then the kid ended up like getting kicked out by his parents so i probably could have kept it and i would have been yeah. fine <laughs> <laughs> but okay here, here's the thing real quick we'll go back to metal gear solid um twin snakes i replayed that recently that game's a piece of shit oh yeah that game sucks <laughs> The cutscenes are horrible. Yeah. The the redone cutscenes. Like the control, though. yeah, very exaggerated. Is it still um, better than uh, Snake's Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because it's at somewhat. Least it ran at sixty frames a second. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, Metal Gear Solid. Um, yeah, that was the game I got super into, and everything about it, from like the voice acting, the music, the gameplay. I mean, that's what I loved. I, I think out of all the Metal Gear Solid games. And we'll talk. We'll talk about it in number three. But um, those are my favorite casts of, of bad guys. Yeah, I mean, you had you had Liquid Snake, which is the clone brother of um, Solid Snake. You had Sniper Wolf, Vulcan Raven, Psycho Mantis, and Decoy Octopus. What's up, Mickey? Where's the snake made out of gas? Gas snake. Sure. Guess you know, liquid snake, solid snake. snake. Oh. Solid is snake. Solid is snake. But that's in two. You're foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> You're foreshadowing. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know. You guys have any? I mean, to talk about? Oh, no, yeah, I, I was just gonna agree with you. That, that does have like some of my favorite music on yeah, there. It's really good too. Like there's uh just a dun 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 dun. But they don't even do it any in the second one, do they? The the. It's it's. It's different in the second okay. one. Yeah, yeah. but I, I just love that like really quick, quick sound of that. Really yeah. Cool. Snake. Snake. Yeah, that you, that that cast, man, that cast is amazing. And then like the boss fights too, they're so like that's that's where they got the reputation for having so intuitive boss fights. They're just insane because like the tank. I always remember the tank at the beginning. Yeah. You know, it's like you first you exit, you finally exit the first complex, and then you go into the second one. It's just like. Hey, yeah, there's this guy with a tank. Good luck. And it's yeah. the classic David and Goliath thing. It's like, oh, my God, how am I supposed to do this? And I remember just getting run over, like, a yeah. bunch of times. And then Jesse over here, when he wasn't being distracted, he was just like, use the grenades. <laughs> use the grenades. And you had, to, you had to toss the grenades. And that was so insane because you couldn't aim them. Yeah. You just, you just like, had to toss them. And he, like, underhand throws them, and they launch in, and it explodes. I'm just like, that's amazing. Yeah. And then the second Vulcan Raven fight, that was insane, too. Yeah. And it's so cool that once you start getting more weapons, you can actually beat these boss battles in different ways. Uh, like the Vulcan Raven, you're so. Um, I think you can use the Stinger, right? You have that, yeah, or you can yeah, use yeah. that, or you, you can use the, the, the remote missile. Yeah. Um, I, I think I beat it. I beat it with the remote missile because that's what Jesse told me to beat it. But then when I went to replay it, I was like, "This is fucking stupid. I'm yeah, just gonna use the Stinger, stinger and I get yeah. behind him." And it was it was a lot easier. Yeah. But those those battles and then the Sniper Wolf that was just that was insane. Man. That's yeah. That's always been so fun. <laughs> Um, and the the Harrier, it's just every every boss battle, every set piece is so memorable. And it's like I know set pieces get shit now, you know, because Call of Duty uses them, Battlefield, everybody uses them. But the set pieces in Metal Gear are so memorable; they want to make you play them over yeah. and over and over yeah. again. Yeah, like I replayed it uh, recently a couple months ago, and I just it's, it's still so much fun. Yeah, it's insanely <clears throat> fun. Um, you know, it's it's so it's it's. It's still in that area where you, when you beat it, you feel so accomplished. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I finally did it. It's so it's so insane. I love that game. Yeah, no, that that game. Um, yeah, that was one too, Beto. That I mean, 
I ended up playing again, and it's still fun. Going going back to controls, I could see how some people it's a bit could get it's, it's yeah. a bit frustrating, but I don't know, man. It's just like it just molded into my mind, like how how good that game was and how well it played. Um, I had a we had a friend, um, Joey Gonzalez. Oh. I let him borrow Metal Gear Solid for the PS One. He never owned a memory card, <laughs> so how he played it was he would play the game, okay, a break or whatever. Or, oh, I'm gonna play tomorrow and leave it on. <laughs> He just leave the game on all you know all day, and he said a couple of times because he he played that game over and over. He was just such a huge fan of it, and he said sometimes it sucked because you know how you have to switch the discs. He would accidentally just turn the power off. <laughs> oh my god! So there he is, Start like open over. your disc, yeah, open your disc and pop in the second disc. Okay, he opens it up, pops in the second disc. So like, now shut it. He would shut it and then turn it off, and then. <laughs> so he he said that would happen to him multiple times, going through that one. But that's where you, I mean, with all the Metal Gear games story wise, that that's one where you see Kojima kind of from two on to Metal Gear Solid, like forming a story Mm -hmm. and just whatever. And you know, like most people, Metal Gear, the stories are they redcon a lot of stuff, a lot of it doesn't make sense. But going through Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. But playing Metal Gear Solid first, he does a good thing of, I didn't know these characters, but when Snake goes, Gray Fox, Frank Yeager, because that's who Gray Fox was, or the Cyborg Ninja, you were like, oh, whoa, you know, just just how like they these, acted these it out. These characters are important. These so, characters yeah, are important, these, yeah. and then when you find out, when they bring in Naomi, you find out that it's like his adopted sister, then Frank's going to die, yeah. or when Frank dies... And he's like, tell her that I killed her parents because she grew up with her parents dead and he kind of took her in. But then you find out that he was the reason why her parents were dead. But she never knew that. Going into Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake, it fleshes out a lot of what who Frank Yeager is as a character. Again, they didn't have the Naomi stuff. But you talk about him not being being used to war and then that's all he is and that's all he is as a person that's who he is he can't find love he can't find anybody and in that story of metal gear 2 solid snake he ends up killing one of the women that he's in love with so he's basically uh, major pain <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah that's okay that's so what he got it, it from. real quick though i i know we're already on metal gear solid but in yeah. so in t- in two solid snake that's the one with the minefield battle right yeah, that's the minefield battle. Yeah, see, those are the moments that I've always wanted to play. It's just the game was too hard. I was like, <laughs> I can't even get there. But the um, so you're looking for a Cliff Notes version, maybe? <laughs> yeah, if there was, if the, and you know what? You could probably do it with battles. emulators now, where it's just like you enter a code probably. and it takes you to the boss battles. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, do that. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to say about Metal Gear Solid? Mm, uh, just that I I still need to play it. <laughs> that's it. I'll get to it one of these days, guys. You the got a favorite boss so, battle on that one or no? I would say go against the grain. My fa- go my against the grain. <laughs> I know what I know what everyone else puts out there. Go against the grain. Come on. All right, all right, all right. Go in, I'll, I'll go against. But it. I'll be, go no, no. If if. But be honest. You don't be have honest. To, no. just to be. <laughs> yeah. Don't just do it because I'm saying go against the grain. But be honest. If if that's if you're a sheep, go be against a sheep. his grain. <laughs> <laughs> um. For me, everyone likes the Psycho Manus one. 
that's always gets brought up. I fucking that, like it, and I've never even played it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, that oh, sounds awesome. Uh, Psycho Manus is one that just messes with your mind, and it, it just did things that you're like, oh, it's reading your memory card, all that good stuff. <laughs> but if I had to say one that I really enjoyed would have to be the Revolver Ocelot one, because that was the first one. You didn't know what you needed to do. You knew that you couldn't go certain areas because the, the guy was strapped to the bomb, so you couldn't, like, set it off. Yeah. So you had to go run around and then just kind of wait till till Revolver Ocelot, like, reloads his, his revolver. Like, <laughs> 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 if there was anyone that played the Psycho Madness one that just picked up their fucking PlayStation and threw it against the wall, get out of my head! shit. <laughs> 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 just like, Stop! <laughs> And Someone the, the, did. The funny part about that boss battle, the Psychomantis, is you could beat it without unplugging your controller. Yeah, it was yeah. just really yeah. hard. Because <laughs> I remember I got pretty far doing that, and Jesse was like, just unplug the controller, put it in slot two. And I was like, that's not going to work. Yeah. Like, yes. No, that was yeah. one where I was waiting, and I was just like, he's going to figure it out. He's going to figure it out. And I think you have a certain amount of time in the um, Psychomantis one where Roy Campbell you calls die. you up and he'll tell you what you need to do, but he missed it. He wouldn't hit the select button. <laughs> I was like, fuck this guy. I got it. I got I'm it. I'm fucking in it. the middle of something here. <laughs> Stop calling me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, Revolver, Revolver Ocelot was because it was the first one. And you're like, oh, not only was it, it, it happens really early on in the first game when you, the intro to it and how hard it is to get out of that beginning part. Now you're even in another boss fight where you're trying to figure out, and it takes like an hour or two, but you're having fun trying to figure it out, and you're yeah. like almost close. But yeah, yeah. You want to go first, or? Uh, I just mine was Sniper Wolf. It was just really fun playing playing that one, just trying to. What was fun about Sniper Wolf? I uh, just it's just not. I mean, I've always been a fan of like like uh, sharp shooting and a lot of stuff. So like Saving Private Ryan, that that's Barry Pepper playing the yeah, uh, sniper. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was just really fun playing playing actually like, as a sniper this time and just trying to find her. You can see her like she's hiding behind behind the trees and you can see her breath I'm like oh she's right there and you'll see her, like pop out and you get to shoot her. That's yeah. I mean that's that's my favorite one. So. Yeah. Um, I'd have to say that, that my favorite. One, I had a few of them because I was gonna I was gonna say the the boxing match because <laughs> it was so hard. But that that I like I don't think that's truly my favorite one. My favorite one probably had to be. Um, either either Vulcan Raven or the actual Metal Gear fight and I would have to go with the Metal Gear fight because it was just like to me again you know I had come from N64 and it was just like to see this big towering thing and then me be so small Uh, and I was just like oh my god what do I do and it was so neat to me that it was just like use your missile launcher and just shoot him and I was just like okay I got this that was such a fun battle it was so fun and I like I have a save point on my PS3 where I just go back and I'll play that battle because I love it it's so like now it's easy but it's it's so fun and I just remember being amazed and it was just like I was stunned I was just like uh I don't understand what I should do Um, it was so fun. That was that has to be my favorite boss battle, just because of the sheer absurdity of the of the scale of Metal Gear. It was insane. Yeah. I always loved that cutscene where it just smashes Gray Fox against yeah. the wall. That was probably one thing I was gonna say was it that melded both gameplay and story yeah. at the same time, and the cutscenes <clears throat> after to even make it like once you set, you know technically like fight him in his second form, uh, Rex when it opens up with Liquid. Mm-hmm. Like, you're more invested in beating yeah. him. Like, I want to end this because he killed Gray Fox. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They did, Kojima did a great job of just, like, building that character up, even though if you never played the game before. And, and, and the best part 
in-game cutscenes. You know what I mean? Nothing was uh, was was pre-rendered. It was yeah. all done in engine. So it's like, yeah, the game looks how it looks, but the the cutscenes look the same. Yeah. And that's what the that's what that series has been known for is that everything you see is done within the actual gameplay yeah. engine, and that's so cool. I hope they never change that. Yeah. Um, and that's insane. That's so fun. Yeah. No, that's always something he's done in every game. So you're never yeah brought you're out never of it. You're brought, never out, brought out, out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All right. For the record, my favorite uh, boss battle in the game I've ever played it is uh, Psycho Madness. <laughs> cool. And now um, on this one, we're going to talk about Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. Two years after the events of Shadow Moses' incident, Solid Snake and Otacon, working as philanthropy, receive intelligence of a new type of metal gear being transported through the Hudson River. As Snake boards the tanker, it's seized by a group of Russian mercenaries led by Revolver Ocelot, intent on stealing the new Metal Gear Ray. Around mid-2007, the anti-Metal Gear NGO Philanthropy received intelligence that a new type of Metal Gear, codenamed Ray, was to be transported through the New York Harbor aboard a disguised oil tanker, the USS Discovery. The Metal Gear had been developed by the Marines and was designed as an amphibious anti-Metal Gear unit. During its scheduled voyage along the Hudson River, a stealth camouflage solid snake boarded the Discovery from George Washington Bridge via bungee jump. The stealth camera was damaged from the landing impact, forcing Snake to take cover on the ship's deck. Snake's objective was to take photographs of the new Metal Gear and verify its existence, which philanthropy would then expose to the public. Now this is one we all played, so now everyone gets to talk about it. So, okay, I'm gonna go with Joe. Joe, what was your favorite parts about Metal Gear Solid 2? About, you know what? Actually, the tanker episode. Because that's the first time when you play it, and it's the, you're playing the tanker that's, for the first time. That's the ground zeros of the... Of that, the basically, yeah, that's <laughs> the ground zeros of Metal Gear Solid so 2. I didn't get that experience, because like everyone else that played the demo, it was like, oh, okay, this is, you know, your, your snake. You, you got, I, I knew already that you were going to get, because um, I played it so late, that... Raiden was the guy, you know. So I didn't ha- I didn't get to experience all that. Um, I also didn't experience this game until after I had already played uh, Snake Eater. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna be honest, it was a good game, but I had this feeling of like, uh, I guess disappointment <laughs> in a way. <laughs> like it was a good game. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Uh, the boss battles were all still fun, uh, b- but nothing from that game other than. Maybe the the very end was all that memorable to me because I had just finished playing three and you know when we get to three I'll talk you know, I'll be able to talk more but um, all in all it, it was a good game I you know in retrospect looking like playing it now and then like carrying all the hate and not everyone like making a big old deal like well, I'm not snake in this game it kind of you know and and I know there's there's themes that um. Uh, Kojima was talking about how about like not not getting I think he said something about like not getting what you want or something like that about you know not, you yeah, yeah. playing as Raiden didn't bother me it, it was still a good game Raiden yeah he's a little whiny <laughs> and everything but um it was a solid game I enjoyed it I mean I, I you know I wanted to play through the game I, you know it was 
there was ne nothing about the game that I didn't truly dislike. <laughs> it just that it came after three, after Snake Eater, and I was just, I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, uh, that the I'm trying to think which which boss battles I really like. I can't even remember the name. The fat dude. Well, with uh, with fat with, with <laughs> fat <laughs> okay, there goes. that was cool. There was there was. Yeah. There was a um, fat guy on rollerblades. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I just thought that was a like, oh, pretty ingenious. <laughs> I was like, um, go ahead. Oh, but like with Metal Gear, that was an in Metal Gear Solid Two. That was an interesting one because, as you said, you didn't have that experience that everyone else did with the demo, and when the game Metal Gear, or sorry, when the game Zone of the Enders came out, it came out with the demo for Metal Gear Solid Two. So, like, I mean, everyone purchased a $50 game to play the demo. And that had, like, part of the Tanker episode in it. But, yeah, I remember that was a huge thing for everybody to even play that. And you could, like, mess around for hours, like, interacting I, with I, everything. I there. think now that you mentioned it, what sticks out to me, the, like, the one battle that really stuck out to me was the um, the battle against the Metal Gears. Oh, the uh, Rays? Yeah. The Metal Gear Rays? That was fucking really yeah, cool. Yeah, I was, yeah. like, I remember e even having after been after uh, it for me being after snake eater like getting to that battle and going what the fuck am i yeah. supposed to do <laughs> there's like a yeah. shitload of them wasn't it three of them or was it uh depending on on your difficulty yeah, yeah i think i did like three or four i'm not sure i'm gonna i did it on like a lower difficulty i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i'm trying to get through it yeah if, if it's you're at a normal or higher difficulty it just keeps throwing them at yeah. you it's, a, it's like a timer right it's a timer like an in-game timer I think so. Yeah, yeah, and then like if you play on extreme, it's just like yeah, it's all of them because the max that can spawn is like twenty five. But if you Jesus play it on normal, like the timer's Christ. short and it's like ten of them. Um, but the easy way to do it is like you're supposed to beat like the third one on the list every time, and then by the time you get to one where it's called Rose, it's like it's your fifth one, and it's just gonna cancel it out and it stops the timer. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't, yeah, I would just shoot the leg; they'd open their mouth and then. Shoot them in the yeah, mouth. and and but if you if you're I playing it on on the hardest right. difficulty, it's just like there's twenty five of them. So Good you luck. Beat all of them yeah, up. it doesn't matter what order you do. Yeah. It's twenty five of them. I'm like, I'm not sure masochist. I never like. Well, I, I've now I'll play games on. I, I've been playing more games on hard, but like at the time, even through the PS3 era, I just play, usually play games on normal Regular, or, yeah. or or sometimes if I was in a hurry because I remember for a while. I think I played that toward the end of the PS3 run, and I was I was gonna give my PS3 up when I got a PS4. So I started just playing a bunch of games. Like I'm, just, I just want to play the story. I just wanted to get through them, so I played them like on easy yeah. or just to get through them because I had like yeah. this list. I had a backlog. Like you have said at times, you've had this huge backlog, and I was like, "Fucking PS4 is coming out soon. I'm gonna get rid of this thing. I need to play through these games." So I would go with them <laughs> like that. Um, and I think I, I want to say I played either on normal or easy on, on that one, but um, it, it, that battle still. I was like, "Fuck, man, this is." You're, you're fucking crazy. What are you asking me to do here? Yeah. Uh, but um, it was a good game, though. I liked it. it, was, yeah. it was really, I just didn't... Because I didn't play it at the time. It's just I have a different outlook on it. Mm -hmm. So, um, but um, yeah, it's a good game. No, I mean, it was it was shocking. Like, you played through the tanker, and then it starts off the next one with the big shell episode, and you're playing this completely different guy. Uh, and the other, other, and I know you'll get to it. Just the other thing was like the whole when the codex starts going fucking crazy at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. oh, it's cool. real cool. Yeah, like, that's really cool. The skull, or you see those? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, fuck. I like yeah. that. That was cool. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, when you get riding, I mean, I think for a while I thought, oh, okay, cool, it's gonna switch over the snake, but it never does. Yeah. But basically, Raiden plays the same way because in the whole game, it's just him doing a virtual retake of what happened in Metal Gear Solid. So that's basically what it is. Is his he's mimicking everything that happened in Metal Gear Solid for the PS One. It's all it's all planned out for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all planned that. out for him to do that. 
But yeah, um, yeah, I think Bethel's favorite part in the uh, whole Metal Gear Solid Two is all the Rose conversations. Oh my God, yes, this is my favorite part. Just, just her bothering you, like, oh hey, remember what? Uh, was it April thirtieth? This and this and this and that. <laughs> bothering you, like, oh, you hey, still you don't remember? remember? Yeah. I fuck now that you, I it, and he's like, oh hey, you remember? Jack? This? You remember what tomorrow is? He's like, yes, oh, Rose? I can't. <laughs> yes, Rose. He's like, and she's like, no, I can't remember. She's like, oh. Never mind. <laughs> but playing through it again, you rape. find that Ryan goes, I'm doing something right now. <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah. He'll, he'll, I, I was li- playing through it recently when Rose calls. And, and then after a while, he goes like, why are you a part of this mission? It's, it's serious. She's like, I don't, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of, he does reply like, why are you here? Like not in that way. Like, what the, yeah. get the fuck out of here! No, he's just more like. Okay. It's a it's a Metal Gear Solid Two Relationship Simulator One Hundred One. It's just so funny, like uh, how I, I don't even know if we're gonna talk about it, but Revengeance, or if that's even something where it's on the. On the oh, we'll it. talk about how you can beat that final boss <laughs> for a long time. If you want to talk about, it, we'll talk about. It. No, I'm just saying uh, uh, how it's just so funny how. He went from being like a fucking like Raiden went from being like a just, whiny just, little bitch. Yeah, like <laughs> so reviled Badass. as a character that people were like, he's so fucking annoying to like, like Regina was like, hey, you think he's fucking annoying? I'm going to make him fucking amazing. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, to this, uh, when he comes out in, uh, in four, four. In four oh. I'm like, like you went from, I have to play as him. Yeah. And then you went to like, I can't play as him <laughs> really anymore. That's it. You're like, fuck. Yeah, it's just crazy that, uh, he went. They went through that change because Kojima listens to us. He does. <laughs> he listens to the people. Now, on 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 Sons of Liberty, um, what I I think I'm in the, minor, the minority, but I really really liked the the guns like the Patriots uh like subplot that they didn't really expand the on. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I, I actually I, I liked that. Yeah, it was, was just cool, like yeah. like what the fuck? Like there's this like secret thing, and then like where where Snake is like at the end he comes up to you and he's just like. I'll, he doesn't say I'll call you, but he's just like I'll let you know, and he just walks off like into the crowd, and Raiden's just left there like, what the hell? I've always wanted to know what happened, like in between those years, and they they cover it. They're like, yeah, he saved that girl Sunny. Um, it was uh, Olga's daughter, right? Uh, yeah, and that's Olga's it. They they cover it like in yeah. text, and but like that's what that original uh, the original idea for Revengeance was supposed to be, and I miss that they never did it. But I've always wanted to know more about that because I love that that backdrop of the story there's like there's 12 members and i remember when i played through that game i was just like are they ghosts or like like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. what's happening like i was I, there was this supernatural thing where they're like they've been dead since like 1776 i was like what like I, it just it baffled <laughs> me i was so baffled by that and it was just like i love that i loved yeah, yeah. that subplot of it and it was just so insane but i remember playing the tanker right mm-hmm. i played the tanker and i was just like this is so cool and i remember walking into the room with uh with and this is when i had more of an understanding of consoles and stuff and it's just like i remember walking into the room with all the marines and i was just like there's like 200 marines down there <laughs> that's insane <laughs> that's so neat yeah. and then but you go you go into the to the to the room and then raise there and then all of a sudden it ends i got so disappointed i was like are you there what there's no metal game i knew there was more game but i was just like oh that's not cool that like, was, I was so yeah. sad that was one too when you're in that tanker with all the marines um I remember going through it, and when you get caught, it had a cinema, and I went, oh, okay, I'm supposed to get caught, <laughs> but no, and then it goes, yeah. it's like the end of the game, like, oh, game over. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm not supposed to get caught. It's always weird when, when games do that. A lot of games do that where you try to not get caught, 
and then you get caught, and it's part of the game. Yeah. But other ones, no. Like, if you get caught, but, like, Kojima kind of, I don't know, it was kind of like a little troll. Like, cinema, like, oh, okay, I'm supposed to, because they animated him getting caught, and the yeah. guards, like, taking him away. Yeah. You, yeah. You're just like, all right, settling in for a 30-minute cutscene. Sweet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, just like in that tanker scene where you where you see uh you're you're going by I forget what part it is but you see like a shadow of uh, Vulcan Raven and like oh, oh fuck yeah, I gotta fight fuck. him now yeah yeah point yeah, two where um like it goes like game over it's in that where the quota goes crazy and then like the screen goes uh, like that oh, but yeah. you're still playing it and all that crazy oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's at, part of the yeah. at the yeah. end of the game yeah. at the end of a uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid two um Raiden was captured and you're pretty much going trying to get out naked and then. Literally. This whole mm-hmm. time, Roy Campbell's talking to you, but everything starts, like, messing up. Like, just, he starts saying random things. Like, games are glitching, like pretty much. He's yeah, like breaking the fourth wall. And yeah, it was yeah. breaking the fourth wall. Oh, shit. <clears throat> One of the things I remember was playing that game, getting toward the end, and it's, like, late night. I'm playing through it, and then I'm at that part. You're, like, naked riding, and I'm like, okay, how, how do I get out of here? Okay, there's these, like, super soldiers, like, guarding each area. And I'm there, and then it's like the codec call, lit, lit, and then you answer it, and then he goes, "Turn your video game console off now." Yeah, yeah, I, I remember, remember reaching over to yeah. turn it off, like it had trained me to try I to remember, like yeah. do whatever it said, and I was like right there with my finger over the power button. I'm like, "Oh shit, no, no, no!" Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna." I'm, I had my finger on the, th- on my, uh, it was like <laughs> the power right there too. I was like, "Should I turn it off? I don't know." I was like, you know what? I'm gonna wait a little bit, and I kept playing. I was like, "Oh, it's part of the game." I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm so confused. I, what I re- what I remember about that was that that when it told me that, I was like, "Man, if Kojima can read our memory cards and have the game set, so you have to put it in the other one, what if he?" What if he has it so in with Sony that when you press it, it activates a cutscene? I was like, this could be possible. <laughs> and I did it. I did it. And I got so fucking mad because I was like, shit. So I replayed it, right? And it was late at night, too. And then that, that phone call where he used to start talking about aliens and how he got abducted, I started to get scared because <laughs> oh, um, what did you made me watch something that week, too. Because this one I played at your house again. And it was something scary. Like, we watched a scary movie, and I was already freaked out. So that week, it was just bad. It was like aliens, and I was like... I'm done. I'm done. I saved. I was done. I think I made him watch Fire in the Sky. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. It was. It was Fire in the Sky. That's a fucked up movie, man. My yeah, wife, my, my wife still doesn't want to watch that movie. Yeah, and, then, and, then, and then over here, they're talking about fucking aliens and, and shit. But I, I remember that was so funny that you were naked and you just had to yeah. get out. And I was like, oh my yeah, god, you're kidding. Balls and yeah, he's just like, oh my god. And then you could do cartwheels, and I was like, are you serious, girl? Stop. <laughs> uh, you got, you got, you, you guys try to see his balls right now. <laughs> I think you're the only one. Oh. <laughs> Miggy, did you play uh, Metal Gear 2? Metal Gear Solid 2? Um, just a little... <laughs> Shut up. Just a little bit of it. Uh, you know, the part where Nick just had me stand in that one room. <laughs> and but then I... Did you get the dog tag? Uh, at the end? Yeah. Where it said Nick is Farsa? No. The dog tag that you can get from Solid Six. Then you missed the training. What? Oh, okay, so the reason I made you play that part was because I needed you to get the dog tag and you never got it. You failed. I just walked into the next room. Because <laughs> you know you can get the dog tag yeah, and you choke out you snake. Yeah. Snake, yeah. So nice. I figured out I could get into the next room. Uh, and then, like, when you get to the middle of it, Snake and Raiden are standing there, and then the dudes rush down and start attacking you. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. That was that was a good scene. The Tengu, really the Tengu scene. like mini boss, where it's just like a bunch of just Tengu soldiers until the time runs out. That's a good one too. Yeah, and then, and then finally, uh, 
the girl with the rail gun comes in and she starts attacking Snake and then you run up and then that's when uh, Metal Gear, right? Mm-hmm. Is up there and I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> you know, if they ever remade that game, um, which is unnecessary because it has the HD remaster, but if like yeah. if they ever remade it, like just redid it, um, it would be neat to do like a, a back and forth like some games do now. So like the moments where, where you would see Snake and then he'd be like, I'll call you later. You know, and, like, he would go, um, like, there's that part where the bomb disposal, right? And he takes off. And you can actually see him in the little box when he's crawling if you yeah, get yeah. to the next part fast enough. Just little pieces. Even if it wasn't playable, if it was just, like, a, a quick, like, cutscene to see yeah. what he did. And then it's, like, with the with the fortune thing, like, to see what happened in the battle. Because, like, it, it you miss all those things. But at the same time, that's what builds up his legend. It's, like, he's such a badass. Leave it up to imagination. Yeah. Then. It's cool. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and that's going to be it for this episode the special episode of Metal Gear Solid. I'm your host, Jesse Lara, with... Jarmers. And... Beto Sparza. And with special guests from the Bits and Pieces podcast. Nick Sparza. And... Miguel Sparza. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you next week. What a thrill With darkness and silence through the night What a thrill I'm searching and I'll melt into you What a fear in my heart But you're so supreme I give my Not for honor, but for you. In my time, there'll be no one else. Crime, it's the What the what the fuck? We'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah. You don't fucking do that. Why not? You always end it the same way. Now you're gonna fucking change it on me. Don't do it like that. Do what? Wait, what? I don't do know. What you're about. Like, we may not do fucking things one way, but you do things. We do things okay or something like that. <laughs> you're fucking saying. <laughs> don't fucking go away without saying it. We may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. That's right, bitch. <laughs>